Hello there, and welcome to episode 50, ding, 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 of Unknown Regions Podcast. I am your host, Michelle, and with me, as always, is your other host, my son, Colin. Yo. Big 5-0. 5-0. On J-Dub's birthday, to boot. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, J-Dub. Yeah, happy birthday, J-Dub's. 90. Indeed. He made it. Yeah. Woo. And I'm turning 50 in about... A month, sadly. Oh, yeah? Mm. Wild. We won't. We don't talk about Bruno. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Colin is on a time crunch. No table yeah. talk. No table talk. Yeah. From the desert comes a stranger. This is the weirdest title. It is weird. To me. By the way, this, we're talking about episode six of the Book of Boba Fett. In case you aren't a regular... <laughs> And, okay. that, and that's the name of it. That was the title. Um, by the way, I just woke up. Colin just woke up. I haven't had coffee. <laughs> we are really, we are really um, possibly going to be annoying, but never mind. All right. So this episode starts with Cobb Vanth. I don't know how you feel about Cobb Vanth. I personally adore him. Adore, like a lot. Timothy Oliphant. Couldn't be more perfect. Could not possibly be more perfect. I love him so much. His obsessed with his dotted Swiss, dusty rose, asymmetrical shirt. Oh, yeah. True. <laughs> obsessed. Don't True. know why. Just am. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool. His whole think it through. Oh, my God. He's so freaking perfect. That, so is, that is cool. That, that scene was very far ago, dude. That scene was very Fargo. Yeah, it was a little Fargo. You're right. Just the way he delivered the lines reminded me of his role in that show. I feel I feel the Fargo a lot, actually. I, you know what? I completely forgot he was in Fargo until you just said Dude, that. Dude, no. This whole time I've been thinking about that. Because he just, like, is literally the same character. <laughs> just in the Star Wars universe. He like, is the same character in everything he plays. Oh, yeah. And he was, a, yeah, yeah. But I don't even have a problem with it. Like, he's, well, okay, that vampire show, he was very different in that. I shouldn't say every show, but uh, I'm ready for a justified rewatch after after Boba Fett's done. Like, I I miss that character, and that show's good, and I don't think you've ever seen it. No. It's really, really good. I don't even know that I watched the last season either, because it got a little weird towards the end. But anyway, they kill him off. They're idiots. Like, keep him on contract because he's the best anyway that that scene was um i was surprised obviously that that was the first thing out of the box but gladly gladly we'll take it and plus yeah plus it was um you know brought it back around kind of nicely Mm-hmm. Should we should we just get it out of the way? Should we just have the discussion before we even get into the show, like very far, mm-hmm. about how a lot of people are not happy with the fact that the title character has not appeared. Well, okay, he did appear in this episode, but the last one not at all, and this one barely. Let's let's get our takes on that real quick. Oh, you go I first. didn't realize people were really talking about that. Oh my god, it's uh, I know because you're not on like Star Wars Twitter and stuff, but I mean, I also 
watched the episode once right before class, and since then I've not had any time to reflect on it. So okay. well, it's my first time reflecting. Still, how did you feel when you realized, oh, no Boba Fett again, or hardly any? Well, <clears throat> sorry. I... Because you were kind of been out of shape last week when there was no Boba Fett. Well, yeah, I was, but I think, honest, honestly, I don't know. I'm just kind of disappointed, but it's it's fine. I'm honestly just not, I've never really been obsessed with the Mandalorian, so it's kind of just like, it's cool that he's in it, but I don't know. It's just really weird. And I'm also not obsessed with Boba Fett, let me just say, like, I'm more, I would say I'm more of a fan of that character this this far than, than Din, probably. Ooh. But, like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Because, honestly, if, if I'm being honest, like, Din's story has kind of always been the same since the first episode of the show, if you know what I mean. From a certain perspective, like, he, the moment Grogu was introduced, he just became, like, this contrary or supposedly contraire i should say to or contra contraire is that a noun uh con i don't know know. anyway like his whole thing is just like being contrary to the monomyth thing and or like he is the monomyth but he's also trying to become like a parental figure to someone and that's been happening like since day one and it's still happening, and I guess things are changing, but not really, (laughs) and now, I don't know, like, it's interesting to see Boba Fett in a totally different light now, which is cool, um, and, and also, you just never know what's gonna happen with him, like, he might break at some point, I'm honestly kind of anticipating Boba Fett breaking at some point, because that would be very interesting, I don't see anything changing with the man, like, he's just gonna be the guy who does cool stuff, and that's that. I don't know. I don't see any. I mean, he's there to kill dudes now, basically. That's that's really what he's going to do. He's the next two episodes. If he's going to be in them, that's all he's going to do. Maybe he'll leave at some point, but. So you didn't have an adverse reaction to this one like you did last week with, like, because last week you were pretty not you were not so chill about the fact that he wasn't in his own show um i mean i'm okay with him not being in his own show but because again like this is disney they're not gonna not do cameo (laughs) they're not gonna not but um okay i think i think it's still i don't know well i I think I, i think it's i think this one I mean, this one was expected, you know? Like, I expected this one to be That's kind of how it was. funny that you say that, because I guess I'm an idiot. I was not expecting it because because of last week. I was not expecting to have another detour for 25 minutes of, you mm. know, which basically was half the episode. Yeah, and that's another thing. The fact, like, the episode being that long... And almost more than half of the episode being what happens in that first half of the episode. Mm. Like, 
I don't remember a single thing that happened after that. I, I genuinely only remember up until he leaves the planet. Well, I'm glad I have a lot of notes then. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying, dude. It's stupid. Okay, here's here's what I thought. That entire 25 minutes, I was just like, what are we doing here? What's it's happening? It's just weird. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. It made me very uncomfortable on first watch. Hmm. Then... I mean, like, to the point where I was bordering on mad about it. Mm. But then, like, yep, I found out, well, you know, like, the next day <clears throat> that internally they considered this to be, literally, they called it the Mandalorian season 2.5. Internally. Okay. Internally, like, at Disney. In fact, the I think... Ming-Na said that her scripts didn't, like, at the top, you know, it didn't say, like, The Book of Boba Fett, Season mm. 1. It said The Mandalorian, <laughs> Season really? 3, or something like that. Yeah. See, So, internally, in internally, they had that in mind, but I have a problem with Disney for that. I don't have a problem with them doing that at all. Like, their literally at all. Their exposition strategy was trash, It though. It was. Because they did not at all. Like, I, like here, the, the problem, I understand the problem, in that if they had said something about it, obviously the surprise factor would not have been there for some people. Because some people are probably, like, super thrilled by it and, like, did not see it coming. And, like, I, I honestly didn't see it coming. But again, me personally, I was not a fan of the whole introduction of him into the show. But I do understand, like from a business perspective, what they were thinking, I suppose. It was a misstep. It was but, a, mis still, it was a I miscalculation think, on their part. I, I will die on that hill. I don't care what anybody else says. And I think there should have been, I think there should have been hinting. Like, I think there should have been at least something other than a brief motif well, used and then all of a sudden there's a whole episode of him but like, here's what what's, the heck is here's that? what's dumb the i agree i think they thought they were bad. they were really doing something like oh no. yeah we're gonna have this big surprise it's not Where's a surprise it's not Where's a surprise though it's really not a surprise when you've already introduced that character you've already introduced the fact that luke and grogu are off training why is that a surprise it's not it's just annoying when you don't know that that's coming I mean, I'm not saying some people didn't. Some people loved it. Like, well, that's of what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm saying, for me and for a lot of people that I heard from the next day, it was annoying. Just because Disney didn't make it clear that that's what we yeah, were doing. Dude. I mean, there are. If there they are... had, if they had, I would have been like, at literally yeah. no problem. In fact, I'm yeah. over it already. Like, I'm super over it. As soon as I like understood that that's what they were truly thinking i was very over it like i it's not like i'm gonna sit here and be mad because boba fett wasn't in two episodes uh, had i known that that was the intent that this was just a big you know um melting pot basically for for all these characters I, great awesome <laughs> just let a bench know like it's it's yeah. not that big of a deal <laughs> Well, I, I was going to say, I think, also, like, there are literal, 
literary devices meant for this kind of thing, such as foreshadowing. <laughs> and there's not, there was no inkling of foreshadowing of him coming into this. And if there was, like, they didn't need to say anything. If they had just put in the show, maybe in the second, third episode, something that was foreshadowing, you know? There wasn't, though. There wasn't anything. It came completely out of the blue in a very rough way. Like, it was not a very seamless connection just because of a music motif at the end of an episode. Like, I do not... I don't count that. Because it literally just all of a sudden became a one-to-one transition. Like, it was really... is not really handled well. No. Again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refer to the, like, formal structure, man. Because, like, because Star Wars has a form. Star Wars is the form. You know what I mean? That is important to Star Wars. I don't know if you've realized that. But it, there, there is a literal trajectory to every one of those movies. Like, think about Episode Five. You know what I mean? Or think about any of the original trilogies and The Last Jedi, because The Last Jedi is like a very religious, you know, um, transcription, I would even say, of episode five. Um, like, I don't know. We talk about Hero's Journey. You know what I mean? Just talk about Hero's Journey. I don't know. I like that trajectory. And even if it's not going to be that, you're not just going to be able to not do the literary, the, the things that writers have done for centuries in order to do this kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like there have been, there's been a lot of progress <laughs> like in using foreshadowing as a device. I don't know. Did you well, feel yeah. like there was no foreshadowing? Like, there was no foreshadowing. I did not see it. I mean, I clearly didn't because I was very surprised that this, these two episodes happened the way they did, but it, yeah. I, I, I am not complaining about it anymore. I'm really not. I'm just telling I'm just telling you my my journey to acceptance of this because as soon as I found out that they were referring to it internally as a season 2.5 I you know, I'm hey, I'm fluid. <laughs> I go I can go with it. It's totally fine. Yeah. Um but so my my biggest complaint is Disney did not they should have let people know that they yeah. shouldn't have just thought oh fun new surprise when it's not even a surprise like we already know that they're there we already knew luke was going to come back and at some point and grow like we knew all of that it's not a surprise and then yeah. secondly my other biggest gripe is the fact that i had people telling me to my online face <laughs> yeah that they were clear about it Disney was mm. clear about this. And I'm like, give no. me the documentation, sir. Where Slash ma'am. It did not exist. The What existed was an extremely, extremely purposefully vague statement by Kathleen Kennedy at a frigging Disney stockholder meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, this is what people were supposed to. This was, quote unquote, clear clear mm. them clearly telling us that exists and i found two articles one was an anonymous interview with someone or not uh, sorry not an interview an anonymous tip that somebody inside the production said that they were referring to this as mando 2.5 
And then there was a small interview with Ming-Na. And we're talking, this was a while ago. This was like somewhere in the middle of 2021. So we have those three instances that is, a, and that's it. And you're going to okay, tell well, also, me that people if, were supposed to know. No, people also, were not supposed to know. If you're me and you don't attend Twitter and stuff for <laughs> exactly. the literal purpose of being able to experience a show for what it is. Exactly. This is stupid. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> like, I, like I sh- I'm the one in the right, dude. I, like, I feel like I am the one in the right for not doing that. Because again, I mean, just again, that's that's a personal belief. Just because I personally believe that it is a bad move to be connected to that kind of stuff. Not only because of the toxicity of it, frankly, but also because right. of the fact that it is. You, I mean, it's you don't even like to watch trailers anymore. Yeah, like you no, you I try mean, to stay clean before you see things, which because they just give too much. I mean, I think it's plain and simple, in my opinion. Like I'm trying to experience everything for the first time. And I personally believe that I believe that everybody should. That's fair. But that's my own belief. That um, is very fair that you don't want to know that stuff. And yeah. I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I don't seek out spoilers, but I stay up on well, yeah. the stuff. Like I was at that freaking meeting. Yeah, that's. And I even noticed that she did that very under the radar description. She said. The meeting where they purposely did not announce the book of Boba Fett and they announced literally everything else that's on the docket. And she said the next chapter of The Mandalorian is coming um, December 2020. Or sorry, December 2021. And I noticed that. It's we it's in an episode of Unknown Regions where I noticed that and I thought it was weird. Oh, okay. But I didn't even put that together. Like, I didn't even... That was freaking a year ago, bro. I'm not going to remember that. And why should I? Like, that's... Yeah, man. The point is, I'm not mad that they did it. I just wanted them to let us know. So, and for obvious reasons, because there was a lot of people that didn't like what they did um, under the guise of this being a Boba Fett show and not, like, a crossover thing. And then also, other fans, shut up about it. Shut up about it. People were disappointed, and they had a right to be. And don't be mm. saying it was clear. <laughs> don't be trying to tell me that it was clear, because it was not. Literally not clear. And the evidence of that is people like me, people that do other Star Wars podcasts, who obviously keep up on this stuff, also did not realize that the, that's what this was. So if it was so clear, then why do people who actually attended that stockholder meeting not know? Like, it's... It, anyway... That's my beef on that. I think mm. we're done. Okay, let's move on. All right. Um, the cockpit shots of Din in this new ship, A plus. I'm just saying. They kept they They're kept funny. They kept doing it in like different like here he is in space, here he is in the atmosphere of the planet. I don't know why, but those cockpit shots are cool. <laughs> I don't know. Well, are you we talking about the ones from inside? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I honestly think those are funny. You think they're funny? I think they're cool. But it is kind of cool that he uses those like d- really janky handles to drive. Yes, to, like yes, that man. is cool. I do like that. It's all cool. it's the whole the whole phantom menace of it all. I just the inside of that. Sh- I don't know. Oh yeah, is that I don't like know. a play? Do you think that's a design play on how the pod racers worked? Oh maybe. 
Because there not there that shot where he like pulls it, like there's a side shot, he pulls it and he goes like really fast? Oh, maybe. I'm just, I just think it, it's like, okay, they're really trying to get us used to this old new ship. Yeah, which... I just like do, it. Do you think that there's... Whoops. Sorry, my mic stopped. Do you think that there's a reason for them doing that? Mm. Other than just to move the story along? No. And there's really nowhere else they can shoot him from because that it's that cockpit and that's it. Basically, I think, I mean, I suppose... No, I'm not saying just based on the cockpit shots. I'm talking about the ship existing. Oh. Do you think? Um, I mean, I think it's a definite shout out to the prequels and just mm. just a little peace sign to all the prequel lovers. Okay. Just to be cute. It was a yeah. good. It was a cool. I, I mean, I I really, you know, you know, <clears throat> of my love for the Razor Crest. That will never die. Yeah. I'm basically Din. Like, where's my Razor Crest? Yeah. What is this piece of junk? I want my Razor Crest. <laughs> but you know. This will do. Uh, it'll, <laughs> You're putting it'll up with do. this. I'm putting up with it because it's a nod to the prequels, and I loved yeah. it. And it was a nod to Padme, and I loved it. Like, they really knew where to, like, massage me to get me to be okay with this. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with it. Also, the sound design of the ship. Oh, yeah. Whoa. I still don't it's even... Good. It's so good. Yeah. It's really, really, really cool. I could, I could let some people know that it's good. You can let some people know? You know, you know what I mean? No, I don't off mic our conversation a little bit a little bit of backstage talk you're gonna have to tell me i'm not getting that because it's early and i have all right barely wait had I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna i'm gonna beat myself oh correct. god <laughs> well i can't hear you now bro <laughs> okay i didn't realize <laughs> i didn't realize you were hearing me through my mic okay i am never mind you can Do I tell sound me. good by the way yeah you sound fine Okay, cool. There is a little echoey weirdness going on at first, but it's fine. I think it's my cheapo earpods that I'm using. AirPods. Or not AirPods. Yeah. Earbuds. Yeah. Um, but I want I really don't you think that they in that mix somewhere they went out and like recorded a hot rod engine car. Oh yeah. And they mixed it in with some other Sorry. stuff. Like it that's gotta be in there. Because you can practically I mean you can hear it. Oh, yeah, you can easily hear it. Like some big V8 engine and some, I don't know, hoopty Chevy from the 70s or something like that. I don't know what they... Yeah, I would need to listen to it. I would need to listen to it more intently to really determine... Oh, I should say on the podcast... Oh, yeah, I told Dad this last night. You didn't even hear about this. This is a an update from last episode, uh, from, last, from the last podcast episode, I should say, mm-hmm. regarding my capstone project and, like, my ambitions... And uh, I talked, I am now scheduled to have a meeting with um, the director of large ensembles at (gasps) DePaul to discuss the possibility of having it played live. So a step forward has been taken. That's pretty cool. Yeah. We'll keep us posted on that because boys, that's going to be pretty epic. And, and, and in addition to just the recording, I was told that a performance could maybe be even arranged, like at a concert. Or oh something. man, 
Well, wouldn't that be awesome? It would be awesome, but also the pressure's yeah. on. Like, you better not write anything crappy. Oh, dude, no, I've already <laughs> begun. I've started harmonic analysis. I've started orchestration nice. analysis. Okay. I'm on top of it, dude. It's all good. However, I tried the other day writing some theme, like some motifs, and dude, it's really unfortunate because he literally in in Luke's theme. I mean, Luke's theme is literally perfect for the character. I don't I don't see how anything else could have been written for that character at this point. Um, I do see other other motifs like I can make other things work for the other things, but I even tried taking the Imperial March and doing that thing where people play it in the major key and seeing like if I could just copy that somehow as Luke's but you can't. Like it doesn't work, dude. It's really hard. Oh, because like You've you challenged need... yourself. We've we laid that down last week. Like this is a challenge. That perfect fifth. Yeah. You need that perfect fifth. You need the falling. Good luck. And you need the DS era at the end. Good it luck. It is literally the three perfect components. Um, I, I yeah, I gotta do a lot of work in that department once I have time. But I foresee your summer being completely. You know. Well, I need my twenty plus piece finished. <laughs> I haven't even talked about that. Oh, okay. But well. Anyway. That's more or less. And by the way, just a just a um, a see this is called a foreshadowing. Lucasfilm. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I know they know. I know. The, I know they know how to do that. But um. But yeah, my Tony Plus piece is gonna have like the the performers clapping, at the audience at the beginning of the performance. So it's gonna be like a really weird, like in reverse. Oh, that's right cool. off the bat. Yeah. And then the conductor's gonna point. So imagine like applause, right? And imagine if you are the audience and there's applause and stuff, and the conductor turns around and points at people to stop clapping. So at some point you're going to start hearing individuals and then at some point there's just going to be one person. And so you kind of think about, I'm not going to get into this compositional nerddom basically, but like you're taking a direct transition from polyphony to monophony, if you even know what that means, but like basically multiple people down to one person just by a simple process of just like pointing. And it's like an aural experience. Like you'll hear that. You know what I mean? It's very, it, it puts the audience. Colin likes to challenge the audience in his compositions. It's, yeah, dude. That's his jam right now. You're going to yeah. be challenged with stuff that he writes. Okay. Like stuff that doesn't require deep listening, too. Like I like doing things that you don't need to hear, like a like a like like an unresolved perfect cadence. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that, I guess, in, in the traditional sense. But I don't know. I don't know why I'm talking right now. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to get to R2-D2 real hard because okay. I was excited. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. As He looks good, though. As th- Oh, he looked so good. It looks very and good. And as, again, I'm, I'm going to say my first viewing, I was kind of, I feel kind of robbed of a lot of the joy of R2 because, yes, I was still actually even excited to see R2, but... I would have been way more excited had I not been a little irked that we were going off of Tatooine again. Like, yeah, I, that's another, that's my other complaint about the fact that they did not tell us like so much of this, I would have enjoyed way more had I known. Um, and I did enjoy it more after I found out and I like kind of recalibrated and watched it again, or I watched it a few times, but, um, R2, killing yeah. his scene like killing it yeah, so he does. cute he does. so funny perfect he reminds me 
in that episode, he reminds me very much of episode four R2, which is kind of cool. Like, like how he's just kind of like cryptic and like, yeah, like he's very quiet and he rolls around very slowly. He sang his little song going through the woods yeah. though. And there was a tiny little nod to his, to the droid musical motif. Heard, yeah. Which is cool. Loved that. Loved that how cool. he just like shut off for absolutely no reason other than to just be annoying to Din. And that's uh, what he does in episode four, you know? It's, 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 it's okay, so In a way, good. that's what he does. That no, was not so exactly. good. No complaints about R2. Literally none. He was perfect in every way. Um, that's true. Little little bit of talk about the ant droids. Oh, wait, wait. Before you get into that, really quick, because you mentioned Tatooine and them not being on Tatooine. Because I also feel, I think another reason I'm not liking it is because I'm seeing Tatooine as a character. And it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like Tatooine is getting equally any attention paid to weird that i'm now wanting more tattooing well yeah dude because like now there's social hierarchy there was no social hierarchy there was just chaos from our perspective and there was nothing there other than that but now they've chosen to literally set up a fiefdom yeah so so it's it's now become a lot more interesting to me and it's there's like political turmoil now Honestly, it's, it's civilizing it. It's literally turning it into a civilization that we can understand and like we're interested in. Besides, you know? besides the redemption arc of Boba Fett being like my is, favorite is thing, a word? huh? Is civilizing a word? I don't I think so. That. Oh man, <laughs> it's okay. Well, what's the word then? I didn't hear the sentence. What did you say? Like creating civilization on Tatooine, like like forming forming. A concept of civilization. I, that's what I'm trying to say. I don't know what the word would be for that. But yeah. That, but you're right. Like, that was... You know what I mean? Yeah. They were so successful Yeah, they in doing really well. that in this show that... I mean, because after Rise of Skywalker, the last thing I wanted to see was more Tatooine. After the end, I just hated the end so much. <laughs> I really didn't want to see Tatooine ever again. And then... Um, but they're... They've been so good at making me care again about it that you're right. That was, besides the redemption arc of Boba Fett, the redemption arc of Tatooine has been... Your internet is dramatically cutting out. I can't hear a single thing you're saying uh, or see you. Oh. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear and see you. Okay, you're good now. I mean, you you glitch every once in a while, so... If that's okay, going to happen on your end, just wait for it and it'll catch up at some point. Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, that was a big deal, too. In another way in which they kind of shot themselves in the foot, sort of. <laughs> like, they made us care. Then they made us wait. Like, uh, we did get some Tatooine stuff. I'm not saying we didn't, but, you know, I just wanted to get there faster. That was the issue. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so back to the timeline. The ant droids literally building the foundation of Luke's, yeah, that's pretty... of Luke's Jedi Academy and slash temple or whatever. Yeah. There was so much foreshadow. You're talking about foreshadowing. Yeah, there's some. There was a lot to me of foreshadowing Luke and Ben through the lens of Luke and Grogu. That stuff I ate up. That why stuff did the was... droids... Why did that give you... Because they were just building the t- building it. Like, this was the beginning of what will eventually be literally torn down. 
because of Luke, because he failed with Ben. But we're seeing it being built now for Grogu, well, basically, <laughs> I don't to know be the first student. I don't know if that's necessarily foreshadowing because of the fact that the foreshadowing is happening after the actual okay. event. Okay, it's not. It's I guess it's, te- but it's technically it's not foreshadowing. It's just building. It's you know. It's 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 it's, it's bolstering making a, up. It's making a reference to it. It is. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And there are several references to his eventual failure with Ben that I yeah, really like. Cool that I do think it's kind of cool that the sh- the temple is built by like programmed things that are not. Yeah really yeah. like spiritual in any way like they're kind of just like i don't know yeah i have um in my notes that um also cool new droids cool new droids oh do i not have this in my notes i like those new droids honestly i may even go as far as to say that that was my favorite part of the episode was the building part it was very cool I liked that. Um, oh, here it is. I'm like, where is this in my notes? Because that felt, to me, very... Um, I don't know. It reminded me of something. I, I like, deep in my deep in my memory of things that I've seen. Of, like, the like this student just sitting there patiently waiting for the master to arrive. Kind of stuff like that. Oh. And, like, watching this thing happen all day. Waiting for the person. Well, that... I have that written down, too. But specifically... And I'll get to that in a minute, and maybe you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's kind of what it felt like. But the whole idea that these were ant-like droids. Well, of course. Droids, they, There's a queen ant. Well, true. But the so but the, the issue being that, and not, it's not an issue, I'm just saying it the, metaphorically speaking. Mm. What do ants kind of, what do we think, what do they represent, in other words? And it's usually, like, you would think of, Ants being like an army, yeah. Of yo BTS though? cooperative BTS reference. No, actually not because <laughs> I'm that sleepy. I didn't even think of that. Oh, by the way, I'll just say on the podcast really quick. Oh, I'll finish your thought, but then I'll please let me because I'm gonna forget what I'm gonna say. Um, they represent cooperation. They represent an army of cooperating drones, basically. Yep. Um, which we, you could apply that in several ways but i think in this case i'm going to apply it to the jedi themselves being this army of of things that are serving one purpose that being the force yeah, yeah and they have to give up their individuality like that's what this whole episode with him and grogu true, is about true. i see you bro i see you you have to give up your connections you have to give up your relationships for the greater good according to the jedi yeah. And they are literally, literally building Luke's Academy. And like you said, droids. Mindless droids that are programmed to do yep. this. Yep. I really like that metaphor. And I mean, there are those, there are those like B-roll shots of the, you actually are watching the droid like pick up rocks and like yeah. moving over. Like, I feel like that. They focused uh, a lot on it. Like, they made, yeah, they were like, they did. we're trying they to did. say something here. <laughs> they did. I'm actually curious if that's actually what they were thinking. Because that, cause that would be really cool if that's what they were thinking. I mean, it's it plays off. Visually, as, it's cool enough. Like, it, I don't visually, like it's it, cool. Just, enough. I was going to say, it plays on a lot of levels. It plays as cute. It plays yeah. as just a cool new droid thing that we haven't seen Kinda before. Kind of surreal. 
Kind of surreal. And it plays to the fact that in about 20 minutes, or in about a half an hour, yeah. Grogu's going to have to decide between being a minion or being an individual. Yeah, man. Anyway. Cool stuff. Um, is that a bench? I don't know why that made me laugh so hard, but it was funny. Oh, is that a bench? <laughs> I mean, it has a lot to do with the good bench. place, and I use that yeah. word all the time. <laughs> I mean, I probably, didn't I already say it once in this episode? You literally did, yeah. I say... I use bench as a repl- as a replacement for the B word because the good place yeah. does that and it's anyway. Is that a bench? Oh, can I say what I, can Plus, I say what I was going to say though? Oh yeah, sure. Um I was going to mention with mentioning BTS. Uh there's a little surprise for you coming up coming soon. What? Relating to BTS. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Ooh. Is but it, there's a little surprise. Is it Me and Yugi are cook- d- me and Yugi are cooking up some stuff, dude. Is it Let's does it have that. to do with what you were talking about, what we talked a lot about in Florida? Potentially. <gasps> oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> coming, let me just tell you. Coming soon tell you, to it's, YouTube. It's good so far. It's good so far, dude. It's 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 cool. I basically made the um I just finished the chorus. Oh sorry, I'm clipping. I just finished writing what I would play for the chorus. And it is it, I'm trying to like match the intensity of the chorus, but not like just go like copy the rhythm of what he's saying because that's boring. Oh so what gosh. I'm doing, I'm, so I'm literally, I'm literally going. It's like constant movement, like just craziness. And then like for the quiet part, I'm gonna do the same thing but quiet. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna Please be cool. look forward to Colin's new YouTube channel coming soon. Yeah, dude. We'll yeah, we'll dude. have more details later. Let's yeah. we're teasing it. We're teasing it right now. <laughs> don't yeah. don't tell him too much. Yeah, I won't. I won't. Okay. Um. But I thought you should know because I don't know how long I could have Because I was going to try to keep that secret, but I have no idea how long it will take to finish Knowing it. Knowing you, um, six months. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so to the to your point about making Din wait, um, two things came across to me. First of all, passive aggressiveness. But maybe that's because I was irritated the first time I watched it, and I was like, I was din. I was like, can we just get going here? Can we? Oh, you just... thought it took a little while, huh? You thought it took too long? Well, I'm just saying they were making, they were, they literally made him wait. For what reason? For why? It was irritating to me, just like it was irritating to din. So fine, I was in, I was in a impatient place the first time I watched the episode. The second time I watched it. Um, I, it felt more like what you were talking about, like this kind of, um, way to get him to slow down and yeah, yeah, like that's think why about why cool. he was there. Yes. Yes. Like forcibly meditative, basically. Which like felt... get yourself into the state of mind. Like we are at a Jedi yeah. temple. You're going to meditate on this, whether you want to or not. You know what it, you know what it actually perfectly reminded me of from a personal level is it reminded me of when you go to receive penance and there's like a line of people there you're like waiting to go into the room to like talk with the priest and then i don't know like it reminded me of that kind of feeling yeah i mean meditative it's meditative they were making him this dude in this armor clanking around where's skywalker i want to see where's skywalker where's No. He's like, no, bro, you got to enter the mindset. Exactly. (laughs) Like, you need to sit here, watch these ants work. Yeah. R2's like, I'm just going to take a nap. 
why don't you t- here's a bench take a nap <laughs> like slow down slow your roll and just yeah chill for a minute so it came off as both ways to me which is interesting but for sure because then when ahsoka does show up and she's just kind of like yeah but why are you really doing this like we'll talk oh, about us we'll talk about ahsoka and her oh. attitude problem in a little bit um oh man so the other big elephant in the room in my opinion I'm calling him digital, digital, digital Luke. All one word. <laughs> digital Luke. Digital Luke. Di- digital Luke, and then the L is both the last letter and the first letter. Okay. That's how I wrote it in my notes. Okay. Um, props. The, AI, the like, AIL. Right. The AIL. <laughs> Pro- props to them, though, for him looking. I mean, yeah, they look so, so much, much better. better. In this. He looks so much... Can I even say he? Who no. Knows? It. It. <laughs> they. It. I don't even know. What do you... What they? Are, what do we, how do we refer to it? Yeah. It. It's, it's an it. It's an it. It is. Um, he looked a lot better. And, like, I was actually blown away how much better he looked just on surface level. But there... And I'm... I, again, if you loved it, I am happy for you i am happy that you loved it for me especially taking into consideration the rumor that his voice was ai produced there's no confirmation on that by the way i know i i know i was kind of bamboozled a little bit when i told you about it oh because that's what they did for him in the season finale last last season amando it was an ai produced voice performance really people are assuming that's what this is as well but we don't they haven't confirmed that they haven't said so but i just have to think that is what they did because the delivery of the lines was so yeah i agree (laughs) and i apologize if there was a voice actor involved (laughs) <laughs> Sorry if I'm insulting True. you. I, I really big, am. Big, big dissing towards the voice actor. But I can't imagine there was though. I really cannot imagine. After watching that three times, the more I watch it, the more kind of creepy it gets. Mm. In my opinion, it. But there was just this palpable soullessness. Yeah. And that might be harsh, but to me, that's how it came off. And I'm not the biggest Luke stan, so, you know, I'm sure that's coloring my opinion. Although, I don't know. I don't know if it is. This is how to gauge your opinion. Ready? Mm -hmm. In a month, would you ever consider going back to watch this episode? Um... If it was, if it had nothing to do with the podcast, if the podcast was not in question, would you ever go back to watch this episode ever again? Likely not. Okay. Gauged. Be, get gauged, homie. You just got gauged. Uh, I just... I, I just said I'm sure if I liked Luke, I would have appreciated it more. And I'm taking that back. Because if they did this to Han or Leia, mm. I would That'd lose my mind and yeah. be so upset. Yeah, it'd be bad. And there have been people, and I swear to you, 
I swear to you all right now. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. If they are just moving towards having a, an all-digital big three reunion, if that's what this is about, if that's where we're going, Oof. this – I have already, I've already tweeted this. I've already put it on Facebook. I'm warning everyone. It will be my villain origin story. I am not having it. I'm not having it for one second. Yeah. Not one second. No. Yeah, I mean, that's just weird, man. Take that and throw it out. Yeet it into the sun. I do not want. <laughs> I do not want. Just don't. Don't. Because and the other thing that'll irk me, it'll it'll just like bring those people back, and they'll be like, "This is what we deserved. You Oof. didn't deserve squat, and you Oof. still don't deserve squat." The damage. And nobody owes you anything. By yeah. the way, I'm just I can't. Uh, it's grody, as soon dude. as I saw somebody mention that, like you know, that's where this is going. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, I'll die. I will actually die. I don't know. I mean, that would be, like, a lot of resources, though. I don't even know if they would be able to truly do that so easily. It's just not the move that they think it is. I mean, yeah. It's just yeah. not. No. And I don't even feel like this Luke is the move that they think yeah. it is. So certainly. Just, just. Uh. I mean, because here, here's the thing. You're going to cast a different person. I mean, Ahsoka's an animated character, and you cast someone yes. to play Ahsoka. So clearly there's a certain aspect of like, yeah, we don't really care if like the voice actress of Ahsoka is the actress. You know what I mean? Like we want someone who can look the part, play the part. Solo. Solo. Yeah, dude. It's like, come on, man. I have a lot of complaints about Solo. No, but. That performance by that actor is definitely not one of them. Someone has to be him. You know what I mean? And like. What whoever I mean, okay, better example, better example is uh Donald Glover, right? Like like that like that is like just do that. <laughs> just there's gotta be someone, dude. There is I mean, that, that's that all actor, you need to say. That's all yeah. you need to say. Yeah, seriously. Case closed, Donald Glover. Yep. The end. Yep. Don't tell me you can't recast these parts. Yep. And and, and to be even more um I don't know. To to add to to our argument, yeah. You're going to follow up Mark Hamill's best performance in The Last Jedi. I there's know. There's no way you're going to tell even if you didn't like The Last Jedi, there's no way you're going to tell me that that performance was not his best acting work Facts. in Star Wars. Period. Well, well, well I it have was. an opinion. It was. Well, okay, okay. But as in terms of like tour de force kind of thing, I would have to say episode five with Yoda. I would say that is his best acting. Well, okay. Then, however, Fine. It, but he does act with Yoda in, <laughs> in it, that movie. He was so, so great. He's very emotionally good. Yeah. In he the last he goes in. He goes in on his emotions in that one. And now you're gonna give me this AI produced non performance, and I'm supposed to be into it i'm not into it yeah <laughs> sorry it's a not pretty into stark it. Oh, how am i clipping what the heck it's a pretty stark contrast to just the emotion of everything it kind of just felt like unemotional like it was just like and, I mean, I why, understand. and i'm not surprised i understand they're they're oh for sure and i understand that this is a 
I'm going to call it a cameo. It's more than a cameo, but if if this is all we need Luke for, the, well, that's the thing. The, the series, the the season finale of Mando, and this, and maybe we're going to do what get you got to do. Maybe we're yeah. going to get a little bit more, and then that's the that's it for him. I get it, I guess, but yeah. I don't like the writing on the wall. I'm just saying, I don't like that they think that people love this when sure a whole lot of people do not do not. And we don't need more of that. And they're going to take it as, oh, they like this. Let's keep doing that. No, please just recast. If, you, if you're going to continue down this road, nobody's going to. I mean, it's probably too late now for Luke, but I, I don't know. I'm very. <laughs> let me just. I'll just paraphrase. See, the you, would not have, you would not have any worries if this was truly the Book of Boba Fett. Let me just throw that out there. True. Let me just throw that this out there. This is true. This would not be something that people would have to be worried about if they just kind of stuck with what the story implied it was going to be about. I guess. That's all I'm going to say. I, I'm going gonna, gonna to close my argument, Your Honor, to, with a par- to paraphrase Ian Malcolm. They were so preoccupied with whether they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. Mm. True. Okay. I think nice. We're, I think nice. We're, <laughs> I think we're done with that that topic. That's a good reference. Good reference. Thank you. Thank you very much. I I built my entire um, like I was gonna <laughs> like I was on a debate team. This is what yeah. we need. This is I need a good closer. What's a good closer? Oh, Ian Malcolm always. If you need, did a, you write that down? I wrote it freaking down because nice. that's the that's really the crux of the issue. They're they're taking you know nobody was more into technology than Lucas. Yeah. So I know that they think that they're that they're like paying tribute to him by doing stuff like this. And again, if it's a if it's just this, I can live with it. If they think they're gonna do this continually, I'm not into it. Also, mm. just. Oh. I mean, I already, I already ended my argument. I shouldn't be going on. But this is just from my point of view as a like an actory type, as someone who appreciates a lot a good actor's performance. Oh yeah. So this just, ooh, it just, it just, it just hurts me. It hurts me to see this kind yeah. of thing being praised a little too much. Hmm. But anyway, let's move on because you're on a time time crunch here. Yeah. Um, one thing I did notice that they the first time we see them, we see Luke and Grogu. Luke is sitting under a tree. So I did like this shot, though. I Come liked on. this shot. The shot That's was nice. Some, Clear yeah. reference to the Bodhi tree and Buddha. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Respect. I can do that. I can go there. Especially I did like the bamboo as well. Uh, oh, all the all the planet shots. Yeah, it was good. Beautiful. <laughs> Beautifully no, shot. I will just establish great. this. I will just establish this. No pun intended. Just having talked about shots, establishing shot. Lamau. <laughs> um, did you hear anything I just said? Yeah. Okay. She <laughs> didn't respond. Oh, to sorry. Um, I will say that my favorite scene of the episode was the ant building thing. That was definitely my favorite scene. Because that was the most pleasing. <laughs> like, it was just very pleasing. It, it was just very felt pleasing. Like very, yeah. It's pretty meditative. Anyway, continue, please. 
And I will say they they took their damn time with this episode. They did. Uh, no, I mean, Filoni directed, so yeah, he that's does true. that. That's true. He does love yep. a meditative yes. live action pause, slow down. Yep. Let's let's sit under the Bodhi tree <laughs> for yep. a little bit. But the other thing I really liked too was yes, clear boot of reference, but also he's in the shadow of the tree. True. There's a lot of play, like as we're as they're walking through the forest. There's a Shadowing. lot of there's a lot of walking through this forest. Yep, yep. Obvious metaphor. Okay, I'm yep. not even gonna take the time to talk about it. So obvious. Yeah, it's just so yeah. But what is cool is there's so much play with light and shadow as they're doing that. That's true. Which is very nice. Like that snaps. We we like a light dark. We like a light dark metaphor. Yeah. Obviously, snaps, especially snaps. in this case, but. I forgot about snaps. But <laughs> you forgot about snaps. Yeah. But um, also, it occurred to me that with the Buddha reference, and we talked about this. I th- I don't remember what episode it was and what we were even talking about uh, at the time. But that remember the Emperor Ashoka that I mentioned oh, yes. a long time ago for some reason that built yes. built the first buddhist temple yep, yep near the bodhi tree ah uh, ah see look at you and we You're have thing. we have a soka are... here on this planet as well so that probably was oh. not intentional <laughs> okay yeah but maybe it was well no know. but the building of the temple by the tree like come on well yeah come yeah on. that's true but i mean the fact that ahsoka just happens to be in this episode too i feel enlightened from that information it, it was just a cute little thing i thought about but um that's not I, I feel like that's not very little i feel like that that is probably exactly what they were going for and you're underwhelming yourself mm-hmm. honestly maybe um okay what is this frog lesson about oh yeah that is interesting i did try to figure that out in the moment and i could not i was i, I thought it was difficult to figure out i really didn't get it the first time like, I couldn't even figure out, like, what is it he? It seemed to be about, like, power, dude. Why is he flexing? Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Why is he <laughs> total flex. You are flexing on a toddler, sir. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what is the point? Maybe he was just showing him, like... Well, it felt... It felt, like, Sithy to me, dude. It really did. You know? It really did. Yeah, I can't deny the truth from that. So... You know, I've watched that scene three or four times now. And at first I was like, okay, is this kind of like a give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day, teach a man to fish and he'll eat for a lifetime? Is that kind of what we're doing? But I don't, I mean, I don't really know because the music, the music is very... Like, this is a moment of power and greatness that we're supposed yeah. to be, like, awed by this. Because Grogu is awed by this. He, yeah, looks well, at yeah. it, he looks at his own little hand like, oh, man, I thought <laughs> I was so cool with the one frog. And yeah, and then he had to be flexed on. Like, what the? And the other thing I noticed is he uses his, you know, Anakin robot hand. He does. Dark he does. side, like, the mechanical part of himself to do that. True. True. Well, actually, we see that. We 
we see that um, robot hand a lot in this episode, I would say. Yeah. Anytime he, you see a hand of his, he's holding the lights, you know, if he's holding the lightsaber or whatever he's doing, he's got that robot hand. Yeah. Which we always need to pay attention to because so much, you know, deep metaphor there. By the way, speaking of body mods, we can't even, like, deny the fact that body mods have really been around in Star Wars the whole time. So, with uh, Anakin and... Of course. Oh, yeah. We've talked about that in Grievous. And, but it was always, like, a dark yeah. side thing. Yeah, I guess. Um, but again, yeah. I felt the same thing you did. Like, the... What? <laughs> and I also felt bad for the frogs. I'm like, bro, let them go. Because I like frogs. <laughs> oh, yes. We do. We are frog lovers in this house. Yeah. Dude, it made me feel sad. The CGI of the frogs, though... They were good. Spectacular. Like, honestly, get up close to your screen. Okay. <laughs> I'm not joking. Okay. Like, I was just like, wow. Talk yeah, about okay. flexing. They're flexing big time in this episode what they can do with CGI. But, um, yeah, it was weird. I don't know. Yeah, it was weird. Um, But as we're going through this episode, again, I'm just going to say all the stuff that annoyed me about I'm talking about the CGI of Luke. I'm talking about, like, the character of Luke in this episode being weird, just downright weird and kind of mean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love that because we're, we're, we're on the, right, we're on the yeah, right trajectory. Yeah. We're, we're going towards TLJ Luke already, yeah. like, from the yeah. get-go. Which, again, uh, everything to me I see through Ben Solo-colored goggles of course yeah of course i mean i really liked that about this episode i really did i appreciated that a lot i'm concerned that people aren't getting it because i've had (laughs) i've had several people say oh no he's matured look he's giving grogu a choice isn't that great isn't that nice he's giving a toddler the opportunity to make a life choice. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? And I'm looking at them going, dude, I'm sorry you're dense, but no. That. <laughs> That's not what's happening here. I mean, it is a little bit, but like they're trying to make you think that that's a good thing. Also, well, also consider the parallel Luke, to the fact Luke that. Luke thinks oh. it's a good thing. Luke thinks he's. He's attaining growth by doing that. But you have to consider the parallel. As, I mean, yes, you have to consider the parallel too. Like, oh, oh no, yawns. Oh, sleepy, sleepy, Colin. I'm stressing out. Okay, Ugh. okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Consider the fact that there's that parallel with him and Obi Wan in Episode Four, and he gave him a chance. You know, so it's like I don't know. It just feels like Did very he really, natural. Though? He kind of well, told him, like, no, you're coming with me to Alderaan. And he's like, what? I can't. True, true. He does kind of do that. Yeah, it's true. So he I th- does he does he does passively say, You must do what you feel is right, of course. <laughs> you know, like the guilt trip. Yeah, dude, come on. But so in Luke's I'm sure Luke thinks I'm being I'm giving this kid a choice that I never got. And Ahsoka kinda apparently thinks the same thing now, which is weird. Yeah. But um yeah, we're going to, this is going to come back around, especially later, but he keeps, he, like, he brings up Yoda. Yeah. They go on a little walk through the light I, and uh, dark forest, which is I most. I hate that dialogue, though. It, I hated that dialogue. Well, it was. Trash. Again, the delivery was so stilted and robotic that it didn't It was too make obvious. Me. It was way too on the nose. 
Yeah. And I know that they use the excuse of the fact that he's a toddler, but, like, come on, bro. Now we know that he has, like, experienced Order 66 firsthand. Mm-hmm. And we know what he's done with Din. We know he's not stupid. Okay? He's not stupid at this point. Like, there's no need to, like, do this trick where you can give a very, very obvious exposition because it's Grogu and he's a child. I don't take that. I don't see it that way. Like, I, I really don't. It did not work for me. And it just it just felt very, um, like, that whole lot. Like, actually saying, like, you look like Yoda. <laughs> like, yeah. We kind of knew that. That's literally why everyone freaked out the first episode of The Mandal. Like, these people know that. I don't know. It's so stupid. I, I again, I agree. I All this exposition really fell flat for me. But it's I think it was so mostly, it was so, it was mostly because it was very robotic. But, yeah, again, sure. like, I think, I think perhaps they're trying to show us that Luke is just trying to do what Yoda told him to do. Which was to perhaps. pass on everything he knows which really isn't a lot i think that's very (laughs) i think that's very emphasized in this as well because he's just doing the same stuff that obi-wan and yoda did for him the backpack the training remote like it's all the same stuff he hasn't really learned anything new yeah (laughs) very obvious in this because he's just going down that same path again that we know he ends up failing spectacularly with his nephew so Yes, that's I kind of ironic. That, it's, I think but, I think it is ironic how Yoda says, "Pass on what you have learned," and he's passing on what he didn't learn, but he thought he learned. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's that's kind of cool. If I guess if you're if, that's what if you doing. get what they're doing with that stuff, this all plays. Is that on the nose to what you were saying when I just said about Yoda? Like he's setting Grogu up for failure by yes. telling, teaching him, by doing what Yoda told him to do. Yes. He is also yes. setting him up for failure. A hundred percent. I mean, it, which is cool. He thinks because that is education. That is education. And he's doing everything, like everything that he did learn. Like for instance, the bond between a parent and child is so strong that he turned Anakin back to the light side, and he's completely ignoring that. He's completely (laughs) like, we can't let him see Din. We can't let him see Din. Like he's going to choose not. He. I don't think his heart's in this. Well, no, duh. (laughs) you're right sir robot (laughs) sir um yeah robot sir you're right um this whole (laughs) making him remember order 66 oh i did not like it (laughs) i did not (laughs) i did not like it but again like i like it that they're making luke look like a jerk because i think that's the correct thing to do but i also hated the fact that they made i don't if we're gonna if we're gonna get on Ben or Kylo Ren for doing basically the same thing to Ray, but it's okay for Luke to do it to a toddler. Ah. Uh, why? Oh, do you think they were drawing a parallel between? Oh, I didn't even think of that. I was like, why does this feel like it's not the first time we've seen just like a force user give someone memories? But I mean, he didn't do that to Ray. But he doesn't I'm do saying that. It's an but he does, mind, like, mind invasion thing, thing that. It is. They didn't have to do it that way. Like, they could have just... Grogu's nonverbal. We don't know what's in his head. He, yeah. could, he could have these memories in there, and just nobody knows because he doesn't speak. So they didn't have to do this whole forcible memory retrieval thing, which I found real 
creepy. Like I didn't, I didn't like it. We don't. Are we yeah, supposed weird. to just assume that Grogu is consenting to this because he doesn't look yeah. like he is? He actually pulls away. If you watch it real carefully, uh, as Luke goes to set his hand down on his head, he kind of like pulls away. I didn't also want, how mm. also how are, are we supposed to assume that Luke knows about Order sixty six and like. I'm confused by that because because how, how is he able to just like recover? Because he probably is seeing the memory at the same time. So how does he totally. know about Order 66? <laughs> I mean, I think they're just going to anytime something like that happens, they're just going to be like, well, Ahsoka was there. Of course, they had a conversation about it. OK, that's okay. fair. Honestly, I mean, fair, fair. Could, that, that, I guess be. you could say that. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, uh, the I mean, the only good part of that by far was seeing second gen clone troopers for the first time in a while <laughs> which i knew you were gonna i like liked that. that i liked that because you know don't forget dude don't never forget no one's never forgetting forget don't worry no one's that the ones you love are also the ones that caused all the problems yeah that is the case uh and so i good, dude clones are so good dude none of this mandalorian boba fest let's just get back uh, to like come on i'm just kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding well it's you got so you, cool, you got the bad batch coming so you're going to get some That's more true, clone dude. content, I'm sure. Oh, yes. But it's like they're purposefully, to me, making everything Luke does in this so questionable. Yeah. And sketchy. And weird. Yeah. Which, I, again, I get it if that's what they're doing on purpose. But why are so many people missing that? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's frustrating. But, um... It is. They have this conversation after he's remembered some stuff and he says the galaxy is a dangerous place grogu i'll teach you to protect yourself which again my ben goggles i'm like oh it's more it's more it's more like oh oh who's gonna protect him from you luke who's gonna protect him from you (laughs) you look at this fossilized feces Okay. <laughs> Focus. We have okay, 30 um, minutes. Okay. That's cool, though. It is cool, but what are you even looking at? What is it a feces from? Um, I see you're interested now. Well, I mean, fossils. Of course I'm interested, but... um, It doesn't actually say. Okay. Well, yeah, you, it doesn't say. You can text me later. Um, It's in the field museum, though, if you want to go see poop. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. So we now have established, and a lot of people just assumed, but for sure, Grogu was at the temple. Yeah, during yeah. During yeah, Order sure. sixty six, which is, but how he got out, we still don't know. Like what? Yeah, seriously. I kept trying to see like, yeah, what is what he was in, he? and why yeah. don't they see him? I mean, I think he was in his little baby buggy thing. Yeah, but why don't they see him? Why didn't they just like kill him immediately? Yeah. It's weird. I also am skeptical about Not that. Not sure what happened. Well, didn't they like seem like they were going to try to do that? Well, yeah, it seemed like they were he was right they in front of them. They were coming at him. Yeah. So, I'm sure we'll get more details about that at some point. Um Yeah. Uh oh, and I did not notice this, but other people did and I cool little nod. They used that same like dream effect on this memory recall that they used when Anakin was having his nightmare about Padme. Like the flashing thing? Yeah, it's exactly oh. the same effect, which is oh. kind of cool. Like Alright, that. that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. 
That's cool. All right. But again, though, like these are, uh, it seems like every time I find something cool about this episode, though, it has nothing to do. I mean, except with the ants, I guess, but like it all really has to do with the visuals in this episode. Like the visuals were really the thing that was carrying me through the whole episode the whole time in a way. Yeah. I mean, I liked them a lot, but uh, that's fair. I, they, there's literally nothing wrong with any of the visuals. They're all really great. But yeah. and that you know, that little connection was cool. That is cool. It didn't make me go, can we just do we really need to run around with a backpack? Like do we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For twenty minutes it seemed like. Um yeah. <laughs> so then they they go back to Din, who is at this point, I guess, fallen asleep. Uh it, it's I even though it was irritating me that it was going on so long, all the stuff with Din like we said, it was like um, interesting, little yeah. f- quiet moments. Um, but he wakes up because we can't have a Filoni episode without Ahsoka popping up. Um, <laughs> I'm, ser- I'm serious, dog. <laughs> to Ahsoka standing That's there, funny. and um, we'll t- <clears throat> talk about her in a minute. Just like her characterization, but yeah, when she said. There is no place in the galaxy more safe than here with Luke. Girl. <laughs> what happened to you, man? <laughs> Again, like, yeah. all I could think of was Ben. Like, who's going to protect Grogu uh, from Luke? He's not so on a bad. good path. I mean, I'm sorry, but there is a lot of, I, like I said, there's a lot of that in this episode. Do you think that Grogu is alive during the sequel trilogy? Sure. Yeah. You think that's what it's going to be? You think, you think it's, we're just going to... We're definitely going to see him leave that temple once it's destroyed. I'm calling it right well, now. Well, I don't think he's there. Oh, you think he's gone by then? I think he's gone as of this episode. He's go, he's out of there. Oh, I see. Um, okay. 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 And that's how they're going to get around him not being there when Ben blows the whole thing up. Um, but anyway, please... We need to talk about Ahsoka. Okay. Number one, I'm never going to approve of this casting ever. That's just on the table permanently. There's nothing I can do about that. I am uncomfortable. She makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Wait, why? Because the actress has baggage and... I forget the... It's been a long time since we discussed... Well, I don't really want to like go through the... I don't want to okay. trigger anyone, but you can look okay. at you can Google it. Um, I just and I honestly, we need to talk about whether we're even going to cover that show because I don't think I want to. Mm. I just don't think I want to. But yeah, uh, I'm sure I'm going to watch it, but I'm not. It's going to be very. It, I don't think it's going to be enjoyable. I don't okay. think I can enjoy it at all, and that's sad. And I put that on Disney. They cast who they cast, and they didn't. True. And now they're doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um, but besides That's that. Good. That's no good. So if, if I can put that aside and just look at the character in this episode, I don't understand Ahsoka in this episode. I, mean, I yeah, don't It's pretty understand. weird. <laughs> like... Have you learned nothing? Like, of all people, why is she just like, 
oh, I'm just gonna let things. I'm just gonna let things play out. Huh? Yeah. How are you how, not? I question how much Dave Filoni really had with the influence of this episode. I question. I don't because he has been oh. on record as saying, "Oh, you know that time she said I'm no Jedi." I mean, let's not put too much stock in that. Ugh, bruh. I'm sorry. Everyone put all their stock <laughs> yeah. in that. Yeah. Because that's the coolest True. thing about her character is that she rejected the Jedi. It is. Because she is, she be, you know, she was a goat for doing that. Like She was. She was. So now, I mean, that, Ahsoka got a lot of people who were not into Star Wars into Star Wars just because of that. Yeah. Really. Like, I know, like, my friend Jackson, who I have really, I don't think I've ever mentioned him in the podcast, but he, um, yeah, you have. Okay. Hi, Jackson. He, he, like, he's always liked Star Wars, but, uh, I think he really started liking stuff. Like, there's a reason he showed his girlfriend Star Wars, and it was because of Ahsoka. And I know Brendan loves Ahsoka for that reason well, as well. Well, he loved, I think he loved this episode. Oh, cool. I mean, that's cool. Uh, great. Happy for people who were very excited to see her, especially the I moment mean, yeah. between her and Luke. But I got that's, stuff to say yeah, about that, too. But um, yeah. this whole, you know, she's like, well, it's Grogu's choice. Yes, it was Grogu's choice to train with Luke. Yes, we know. You made a big deal about it. We are, we remember that. Yeah. However, this recommitment that she has... To the whole Jedi commitment, no attachments dogma is so bizarre. I don't... She basically guilts Din into not seeing Grogu. By saying, if you see him, you're going to derail what Luke's trying to do. Okay, well, if you're so into choice, then it should be Grogu's choice. You shouldn't be making that decision for him. Like, what she's trying to say is, I don't make decisions for people, yet she's making that decision for him. It doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, yeah, it's very contradictory to what is going on with her entire character. <laughs> and I really wanted to smack her when he said, well... well smacking's a little violent. Nah, but... I want to smack her. Because <laughs> he was like, he's a foundling. He's a Mandalorian foundling, and this is his birthright, this gift that I've brought... And she says, foundling, perhaps he's a Padawan now. Are we... Ma'am. <laughs> ma'am. Ma'am, ma'am. I don't... Ma take your attitude. And <laughs> I don't even know... I don't even know what to say. Like, I did not like her character in this. And it made me sad because I love Ahsoka. Um... But all of this, honestly, mind games that she's playing with him, mm. saying it's his choice, but is it really because you're not letting him see his son and you're making him feel shitty about it, sorry, bad about it. Ayo, uh, hey, ayo, hey, no swearing on the I, podcast. I, that does not add up for me. She saw Anakin's fall. That's what it boils down to. She saw it. She knew yes. that Anakin and Padme were in love. And, sneak, and sneaking around. So wouldn't that mean that she could put two and two together and realize that this no attachments thing? Either that or she's like, um, 
oh my god i saw what happened when you have psycho attachments to people um and so now therefore i am in support of the no attachments rule like i don't buy that like i don't buy that she would see it that cynically i don't know it's just weird i don't i feel like she should just be wiser than this mm. Mm. And that in any way, Grogu sees him fly away in his ship. He knows he was there anyway. So what is the friggin' point, Filoni? What's yeah, the point? I don't really know. I don't really. Know. I mean, I mean, we probably will see. Honestly, what the point was, but I don't know. Hopefully, we, we do. Hopefully, um, I don't know. But anyway, that that moment when Din flew away and Grogu reached out his little hand, that was when they should have cut, cut. True. Back to Tatooine true but no 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 i agree i agree we have to see luke with a backpack and a baby yoda in it running around the forest for what for what for what i don't bad didn't need it bad didn't need it just just not good dude um (laughs) didn't need it but they're they're I think I said this before. They are trying to have their cake and eat it too. They are trying yeah, to they appease yep, people yep. with this rote nostalgia. And at the same time are showing us Luke hasn't learned like anything new. He's just fo- he's just doing exactly what Yoda did and exactly what Obi-Wan did to him. And he really doesn't know what he's, what he's doing. And he basically says that at the end. What am I supposed to do with this kid? I don't I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, fine. You're going to you're going to make me stay on this planet and make me watch him running through the woods knowing full well half the people watching that are just cheering because it's rote nostalgia, but they're not getting why you're doing it. Like what's yep. the point? The point is he doesn't know what else to do cuz he hasn't yep. learned really anything new. That's true. That's true. I didn't think of it that way, honestly. I, I just thought it was all bad. <laughs> oh, I cringed I, and I rolled yeah. as far as my eyes would roll back. But yeah, it is, again, it's another nod to the trajectory that he's on that he doesn't really know what he's doing. I hope that's I hope that is what they were going for. And I've said that to a couple of people who absolutely hated a lot of the stuff. I'm like, I'm sorry I'm trying to be a devil's advocate here, but it is no, clear to me point, that they're trying to make him look like he doesn't know what he's doing. It's unfortunate that some people aren't getting it. Yeah. Like I, I hear you. They yeah. are absolutely doubling down on Last Jedi Luke. They are. Yeah. It's perfect. You can connect those dots super easily. Mm. But, you know, again dense people aren't getting that <laughs> they just <laughs> okay. they're just excited to see luke running around with a bit ba- not even luke a ro- a digital luke yeah. running around with a baby yoda on his backpack and i'm sorry yep. but all i could think of was edward and bella when he was climbing up the trees oh <laughs> i didn't i did not catch that oh my but... god i was like it's edward and bella oh my god this is oh, so no. weird it was so weird <laughs> that is weird um yeah, so he goes, he, he like skitters up a tree and he's like basically showing Grogu the majesty of this planet and saying how it's all in balance and someday you'll be in balance too. To which I was like, he's already in balance. You're the fool. You're not. Yeah, you're the fool yeah. that doesn't yeah. get it. Yep. Um, okay. 
Yeah. Next page. So then um, he whips out his green lightsaber while they're, oh, yeah. while he's trying, you know, there's little, there's cute little Grogu trying to balance on a log. Um, and then he takes him in the woods and he's balancing on a stump or something. And for what reason, literally no clue, he whips out his green lightsaber uh, and starts flexing again about how cool he is with his green lightsaber. Um, it's kind of weird. It's really weird. <laughs> and But then they there's a shot of him holding that green lightsaber and in the background is Grogu. And it oh, was... Yeah. A moment of, oh my god, it's yeah. uh, it completely, ref, you know, references the scene in the Last Jedi where he's holding his lightsaber yeah. over Ben Solo while he's sleeping, thinking about maybe just knocking him off. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love how people just disregard that. Disregard. You it. know, we always saw. <laughs> I was literally the only person I saw on all of Twitter making that connection. Ooh. Ooh. I didn't see a single person really bring that. Not even the people who are like pro last Jedi. Well, I haven't listened to their podcast yet because I, you know, oh. Oh. I try not yeah. to listen before we record. The only so time maybe. you're ever not again, you're not about spoilers. That's the only time you're ever like I just kind don't, of dodge. I just don't want people to like influence my my yeah. views and opinions too much. I um, understand. I'm sure everyone feels the same way. But uh, judging from my Twitter feed, though, I didn't see anybody make that connection necessarily Mm. and they not only do they do it once they do it twice because they do it again later when he's got yoda's lightsaber which also happens to be green and they do the same shot like you see like it's go back and watch it it's it's um yeah there's no way that's an accident there's no way they they purposely are trying to make you think of him and Ben. Um, anyway, I'm not saying I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm just saying I didn't see anybody else go. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Creepy. Okay. Interesting. Um, also, ten minute warning. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> but but what I found funny about that scene was it was almost like this was a sales pitch. You know, like <laughs> yeah. See how cool I am whipping this lightsaber, and that could be you someday, Grogu. Um, uh, the whole remote again, the training remote. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I was Grogu. Also, at CGI the end. Grogu. I mean, was it entertaining? It was. It was. Oh. oh no, I was gonna say it was CGI Grogu, and I did not like that. I like puppet Grogu. Oh. But of course they gotta do it at some point. I understand. They gotta go there. I mean, like... I don't man I don't mind a marriage of the two. I really don't. It doesn't bother okay. me one bit if they do that. I just I if I have a preference, I probably prefer Puppet Grogu just because I like his little herky jerky movements. But they mimic that in the CGI, which is kinda funny. True. Also get him a new outfit. Like how is he supposed to be doing flips? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a cloak on. Can we just get rid of that outfit? I've never really liked it, to be honest. Well he might have that new armor, dude. Oh my god. I'm just, uh, This is so cute. I can't I just the yeah. visual imagery of him wearing that, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but when Grogu like 
finally crushed the remote, I felt that. I'm like, thank you. Yes, get rid of that. Please. Dumb, dumb little... I also thought... I also thought that was kind of telling because, again, he's talking to him like, someday you're going to be a balanced Jedi. He learned what he needed to learn from that remote and then was like, yeah, you annoy me and just bye. (laughs) Like, that's a very balanced, that's a very bendu thing to do, if you ask me. True. He clearly gets annoyed very easily because, like, he just, like, starts throwing around those stormtroopers in the jail cell. Like, he just, like, does stuff. Yeah. He doesn't really care about what... The si- he doesn't really care about being sacrilegious. No, I think, no, which is what I love about him. Yeah, true. Um, so this moment of Ahsoka and Luke, big moment. Yeah, that was weird. We've man. all been waiting for this moment. Really? I mean, I have for sure. I have not. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> okay. it, it was a big moment. A lot of people have been waiting for this. Okay. Um, again, I really couldn't soak it in because I just wanted to get the hell off that planet and get back to Tatooine. The first time I yeah. watched it. Um, but after um, after watching it a few more times without that burden, it still bothered me that it was a digital character interacting with live action Ahsoka, who I don't really like very much. So I, it was, yeah, I was just an unfortunate series of circumstances. I guess I felt I felt kind of robbed that I didn't get a better moment but um but their their discussion was important in that yeah you know she does say sometimes the student guides the master okay but he doesn't (laughs) appear to be getting that but okay um but we get the statement sometimes luke about grogu sometimes i wonder if his heart is in it and like based literally what should i do about him so at least at least he is having a moment of self-doubt and, like, maybe I'm not doing the right thing for him. That was good. Like, I like that. It was, honestly, I did not expect that scene to happen. I did not expect those words to come out of his mouth that episode. I expected it to be purely just showcasing the magnificence of the Jedi and then, like, <laughs> dumping this knowledge onto Grogu and then the decision at the end of that whole sequence. But um, that was kind of cool. Well, I, I mean, in... Um, it does lead us to that last scene, which was both irritating and very interesting, as many of these scenes with Luke is are to me. Um, hopefully we'll get to that before I run out of time. Um, mm-hmm. So finally. Oh, and we, and we have to and now assume that Ahsoka and Luke have talked about Anakin because she just blat- she just kind of flippantly says so much like your father, like he knows they knew each other. True. So they've had conversations besides this, and I would really, we would like to see it. Maybe in another format, maybe not with an AI, Luke, and maybe not with that actress playing Ahsoka. How about, I don't know, I'll take a comic. I'll take a comic book. Is your sound off? There you go. Yeah, my sound's off. Okay. I'm, I'm like taking notes of sheet music because I have a rehearsal after my class, so like I need <laughs> all right, to do all right. this. All right. So finally, after 26 minutes into this episode, we get back to Tatooine. Dinner eyes at the palace. They're having a strategy meeting already. Team Boba's all there. Um, and he they 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 come to the conclusion that they need they need they have their their quote unquote muscle, but they need foot soldiers. So Din's like, ah, I know a guy that knows some people. 
So he goes to see our friend, um, Cobb Vanth. Yeah. Again. Oh. oh, I forgot about this whole part. Yeah. He goes to see <laughs> oh, Cobb. No. Oh, How yeah. are we going to talk about this in six minutes, dude? I can do it. Let's do it. Okay. We can do it. <laughs> Dan goes to Mos Pelgo to recruit the townspeople. By the way, the Jawas have a crate Dragon um, hood ornament, which was friggin' hilarious, and I loved it. Yeah, that was dope. Also, not only that, but the townspeople have taken the rib cage of the crate Dragon and put it inside of their bar. That's some very, very nice decorating. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I thought that was cool, but I thought that was cool. Uh, so... They have a, a discussion, um, and I knew that stupid deputy was going to be a problem as soon as he uh, showed up, but I loved the exchanges, like the, the script writing between the two of them, I thought was aces, because he's like, how have you been? And uh, Cobb says, more careful, because he doesn't have his armor anymore. That was cute. And then he men- asks Mando, where's the kid? And he... You know, I don't remember what he says, but uh, Cobb says, I guess we both lost something we were fond of. This is good writing in this little exchange. So Cobb Vance got the good dialogue in this episode, dude. That's what I'm saying. If they lose Timothy Oliver, don't, don't. Yeah. We already lose somebody else that had major potential in this episode. So I don't want to see us lose (laughs) Timothy Oliver, too. But, um,. The fact that the bartender re- refers to what's going on as a city folk problem. <laughs> I don't know why that was funny, but it was funny. Big, big Springfield moment right there. <laughs> this is city folk. This is not. <laughs> we have nothing to do with this. This is a city folk problem. Um, another line that I loved that Timothy Oliphant just killed. That's what I like about you, Mando. That big smile of yours lets you get away with anything. Yeah, so classic. God, he's dude. so good. So classy, dude. Yeah, and you know he's enjoying it, too. You can tell. Ugh, it, it, he's so good. Okay. He is. This tension building after Mando leaves. And there's just like a the wind chime blows. And he looks out into the horizon. And there's, you just see this like guy. Everything was so... It was it was very reminiscent of the, the other... The last episode, Filoni directed, where we had the fight between Ahsoka and... That other lady, I can't remember what her character nah, name no, was. I'm, not, I'm never going to remember her. But, but um, it was very reminiscent of that. Filoni loves a standoff, clearly. Yeah. Um, and does a really good job with building tension. Uh, I thought you were going to pee your pants when you saw Cad Bane because you are such a stan. I mean, I'm, I wish I was, like, filled with more energy these days because I would definitely have if I was. Okay. But I was definitely... I, I did not see it coming. <laughs> okay, I did not see it coming, I'll be honest. No, it was definitely yeah. a surprise. He's so scary. He's so scary. Uh, uh, I have a newfound respect. Yes. Yes, respect my boy, dude. Respect my boy. Because I just never found him scary in the animation. Once again, so- a situa- once again, a situation in which you did not respect a thing that I respected in Star Wars. And now... Because you get one scene with that dude that I respect being actually active. You're seeing it for the first time. He is dope. He is dope. I never said he, he wasn't dope. dope. I just said he wasn't scary. He is the bad guy, though. He the did moment not he was introduced feel in Clone Wars, like, 
he has been the worst villain they have ever introduced. Maybe as a kid, he was threatening to you. As an adult in the animated shows, he was not threatening. He was so, like, cartoony. But this guy, this guy, yeah. I'm scared of, for Let's sure. Go, boys. No, um, I'm hyped. He does not care at all. Apparently not, because he no. just yeah. kills those guys. Well, he definitely, he killed the deputy real hard. Up. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. The marshal might live to see another day. Also, um, is it, okay, and I have not read this book, so I can't say that I really build a connection here. But you having read Gunslinger, does this kind of remind you of that? Well, I mean, it's a it's a trope of a western, so I know, but like the Stephen King visuals, like I don't know, like because mm. it is kind of a scary guy. Like it's not like necessarily, it's like a very very intense d- character doing involved in this. So I didn't, it didn't call it to mind in particular. It was just okay. you know, the, I don't know why okay, I thought Stephen we're going, King full-on western here like absolutely yeah. no holds barred western yeah down to the woman opening up peeking out the window to see what's yeah. going on like literally ever it was pretty good yeah um so it's the 11, pi- bro. so the pikes blew up the sanctuary i call myself wrong being suspicious of madame garza and now i'm just pissed that she's probably gone um yep. rip bt78 yes drummer droid yes never forget Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> um, it's 11, though. I, I do need to go. I'm sorry. I need to go. Oh, that's the alarm. Yeah, that is the alarm. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the Beskar. Oh. Here, can you, can you, can you, like, because um, honestly, like, you could probably finish this up. It's not going to be much more of a. That is true. Okay. So go to class. So, yeah, you just record it, and then you know how to, like, get the audio to me and stuff now. Yes, so. yes. Okay. Yeah, because okay. I do need All to. Right, I do need to break this down. I'm sorry. This is the most important thing. Uh, of course, of course. I know you have your thoughts. So, All so right. just do the goodbye thing now, and then. All right. See you around, kid. You didn't say hey, Colin. Hey, Colin. Yo. <laughs> See you around, kid. Okay. <laughs> bye. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, Colin. So, mom taking the floor. I'm scared. No. <laughs> I won't know how to close the show out without you. Okay. Bye. Okay. So. The last scene, we see Grogu and Luke facing each other, which actually made me think of the face-off we just saw between um, Cobb and uh, Bane. Because in my head, that's that was a parallel. But um, we get ugh, this very interesting, and like I said, it's very interesting, but also made me very irritated that he is once again asking Grogu to choose between his family and being a be, committing to being a Jedi and he's a toddler though <laughs> so it's it's I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do with that I have a lot of feelings at the same time um but he lays out the best chain mail and he's like, look at this shiny thing. Your dad brought you this. Uh, you know, but you can't have it yet. Because look at this other thing. And he pulls out Yoda's lightsaber, which I know there's like continuity issues with that being Yoda's lightsaber. Uh, whatever. Disney does what they want anymore. They, they change things kind of at a whim anymore. So that didn't even phase me that they brought that lightsaber back. Um... 
But again, he ignites the lightsaber and we get another shot of Luke holding a green lightsaber with Grogu in the background. So that's two visual references we have to him standing over a sleeping Ben Solo at the moment of his like ultimate failure. Not an accident. There's no way that can be an accident. That They have two visual references to that. Um, so he says, you need to choose one. And if you choose the armor, this is a quote, if you choose the armor, you'll return to your friend the Mandalorian. However, you will be giving in to attachment to those that you love and forsaking the way of the Jedi. So if they were if they were at all being subtle about Luke has not really progressed in his forward with teaching anything other than what he was taught, that's the moment. Because you can like how can you not have both? You can you can totally still love someone and be a Jedi. Like God there's no progress there. Um, which makes sense. Again, like we're seeing a we're seeing the beginnings of this school with him having not made any progress, like in the, in a in a balance sort of way. We're see it's easy to see how he goes down the wrong path when he still is thinking that th- this is a binary choice when it shouldn't be. Um. But if you choose a lightsaber, you will be the first student in my academy, and I will train you to be a great Jedi. It will take you many years to master the ways of the Force, and you may never see the Mandalorian again, because a short time for you is a lifetime for someone else. Which do you choose? Uh, and I get the obvious reference to Lone Wolf and Cub, which is the movie that that. I think it's Favreau has, maybe it was both of them in that roundtable special. I don't even remember where they said huge influence on this series as a whole, the Mandalorian series. I get the reference to that movie, but that doesn't mean Luke is any less of a weirdo for asking a toddler again, (laughs) this is the second time, to choose what he should do with the rest of his life. Anyway, they're showing us this Luke is starting down the path to ultimate failure. And so I don't know if we can call it foreshadowing because we already know where it's going. But um, I haven't heard anyone so far in my circle of people that I know say that they think he's going to choose the lightsaber. (laughs) Um, I don't think he's going to choose the lightsaber either. I think he's going to go back to Mando. But... Because this non-attachment thing, I think, is a deal breaker for him. Um, but in the end of his story, so so like for the time being, I think he's going to choose the the armor and go back to to Din. Let's hope anyway. I'm I'm hoping that that's the case. Um, but in the end. To find balance, you have to, like, there's the middle path. So I think maybe eventually we're going to see a new a new path that basically only one other person has ever taken, which is being both Jedi and Mandalorian, if, if you know what I mean. Like, 
I think that's the path that's going to eventually present itself. But for now, um, it's it's about Grogu getting back to Din, if that makes any sense. Let's hope. Fingers crossed. Uh, so the last thing, ugh, I wish Colin was here because I really want to get his take on this. Um, anyway, that's where the episode ends, with Grogu's choice. But I'm going to go back to... I think my theory that I've had this entire run of this show. So we've got Bane showing up. Um, if you are familiar with the Bad Batch, there is an, an a story, a part of the story where Bane kidnaps Omega. Omega being Boba Fett's twin clone um, that he may or may not know about. Not sure. But Omega knows about Boba. We know that. Finnick in the Bad Batch also helps rescue Omega from Bane. So she knows about Omega. Um, both the Book of Boba Fett and the Bad Batch have had, well, in the Bad Batch, Kamino is a huge focal point. In the Book of Boba Fett, it has been referenced two or three or four times, like a lot. Um, enough to be no very noticeable. In both of those shows, finding a family or a tribe is, if not the theme, it's a major theme. So again, <laughs> I'm going to say it again. And I know having expectations is bad, but I can't help it. If we don't at least see Omega, at least in an after credit MCU's type stinger scene I don't know why they gave us all these dots to connect to her um I can I can wait for the Alpha and Omega reunion at a for like a real reunion I can wait for that but at least tell me I'm not crazy for for I know I'm not crazy like the dots are there there's and there's many I just mentioned like at least four or five Anyway, that's, I'm going to be disappointed if there's no, absolutely no, um, and plus we have the Bad Batch coming back on May 4th, which is right around the corner. So, you know, let's, let's just drop a little, little Omega scene at the end, please, like, please, Lucasfilm. I would appreciate that. Um, that's basically all I have to say. Uh, if you would like to reach out. I am on Twitter at Frey Adjacent. That's where that's really the best way. Um, but we do have a Twitter handle for the show. It's at Unknown Reach Pod. Colin and I are both on Facebook. And Colin has an Instagram account, which I believe is Colin underscore MJ, MJ underscore Whitlick. Uh, and that's on Instagram. So I have no idea how to close this out without my co-host. So I'm just going to say see you around. To all you kids, till next time we get the finale of Boba Fett actually drops tonight at 2 a.m. I will be there. Go team. Thank you for listening to Unknown Regions Podcast. 
The introductory theme for Unknown Regions podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regents podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon.